tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. The big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Ridiculous History is a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome back to the show, Ridiculous Historians. Thank you, as always, so much for tuning in. Let's hear it for our super producer, Max Live Williams. I was going to say Max Liar Williams. He's not to be trusted. He gave us this big countdown to our first session in the new studio, and turns out he'd been recording the whole time. The whole damn time. God forbid those outtakes ever make it into the world. Oh, yeah, it's going to be over for us. It's true, though. Uh, I'm Ben Gurnall. We are here in person at the new studios. Uh, This is... Uh, for any longtime listener, uh, this is the first time you and I have recorded in a actual podcast studio instead mm-hmm. of something we bootlegged. Totally. Uh, not to mention the first time Ridiculous History has recorded in person in uh, over a year, I'd say. We dabbled, you know, post-pandemic uh, in our previous offices. But frankly, we just kind of gotten so used to the workflow of being able to podcast in our underwear. It was a hard sell to leave the house. But now we're here, pants and all. Mm-hmm. Excited yeah. to be here. I, uh, I, I, how do you know I have pants? I'm in a different room. Don't, don't need to know. It's true. We can't see below the belt on Max. He's in a whole glass, mm-hmm. you know, booth situation. It's very, I don't even know where There's another sports. camera. He refuses to turn it on, but there's a camera that lets us see what Max is doing. Pants there. cam. Yeah. yeah it's pants well, cam. actually, it's only the upper half, so you still wouldn't know. All right. Well, as you are, as you are probably uh, aware by the <laughs> nature of the title here, folks, in typical ridiculous history fashion, we are celebrating a holiday after it happens. 
Only a couple of days, though. We're getting closer. And to get all timey-wimey about it, we're recording it well before the holiday. Mm-hmm. The holiday falls this coming Sunday. We're recording this on a Thursday, and you'll be hearing it on a Tuesday. Wrap your brain around that. <laughs> this is the world in which we live. And uh, this is a holiday that is, I think, it's the Pepsi to the Coca-Cola that is Mother's Day. Yeah, it, it, it was... A well-meaning idea that wasn't immediately adopted until people figured out how they could make a buck off of it. (laughs) That's right. And then followed by backlash against those well-meaning, aforementioned well-meaning folks. Mm -hmm. It's Father's Day. Bless their heart. Yes, bless their hearts indeed. Uh, Noel, as as a father, I I think you were telling me off-air that— you forgot about the holiday until uh, until your family reminded you. Well, isn't that as it should be? Well, what am I going to be counting down the days to Father's Day? Where's my whatever you get on Father's Day? My card? I'm not petty Ty. like that. I'm petty in other ways. Uh, tie would be good. I'm not a tie guy, though. Maybe a, a money clip. Yeah. <laughs> a maybe new wallet. A, uh, maybe you could get into cravats. There you go. <laughs> Wait, isn't that the same thing as a tie? <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's a fancier but somehow lazier okay. version of a tie. What's the short tie? Ascot uh, that Fred wears on Scooby Doo. Oh, oh, that's an ascot. Ascot, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You could get an ascot. Uh, that's definitely a choice. Mm. Uh, I, I got to say though, uh, Father's Day. It's funny because, like a lot of people, I don't think we really uh, explore the history. Most times, you just remember, oh, that day's coming up, and you remember it like right before. At yeah, least y- I do. Usually, because Google changes their look. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, I, I was informed that uh, I, I will be taken to a brunch okay. uh, on Sunday, the, the Father's Day. Um, and, I, and I honestly, they said it like as though I were supposed to know when that was going to be. And I had no idea because I needed to put it in my calendar right. to some degree. And I just they, they gave me the date and there it is. And I'll, I'll show up. Oh, good. You, you, your presence is the present. I will right? brunch, yes. Yeah. So, okay, as we as we learned with Mother's Day, you described that um, heartbreaking kind of commonality they have. Father's Day is kind of recent, too, I guess, in the grand scheme of things. I thought for a long time, I thought it was like an early 1800s day. I, I don't think I had much of a concept for it. I just always lumped it in with kind of the greeting card holidays of the world, you know. Um, Woodrow Wilson, as we mentioned in the Mother's Day episode, described uh, Mother's Day or as, as a way to recognize that tender, gentle army, the mothers of America. And uh, turns out part of the backlash around fa- making Father's Day a thing was that it was like too, like, it was for, it was for girls, you know I, mean? I will not be yes. recognized not. by my family. Yes. I will be recognized by my labors <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the, the sweat of my brow. You shall have one firm handshake upon your 18th birthday. And then we will never speak again. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, it's weird. People said, well, this feels kind of effeminate because we have this association with Mother's Day. Which came which first. Did, did right. come first. Did come first. Uh, and... Father's Day then became an interesting concept that not everybody was on board with. We know that people were trying to make Father's Day a thing in the early 1900s, I think in West Virginia Mm -hmm. in 1908. Yeah, they were really trying to make fetch happen. Uh, Father's Day, Fairmont, West Virginia, July 5th, 1908. Grace Golden Clayton. Love it. Uh, fabulous old-timey name. Suggested to a local Methodist minister that services be held to commemorate and celebrate uh, the fathers um, 
who lost their lives in a deadly mine explosion. Hundreds of dudes, mm-hmm. 361 dudes. So this is this is a very well-intentioned mm-hmm. thing, as you said, but it's it's coming out of a tragedy. Could have made it just a, a, a memorial for the thing. Yeah. Not necessarily have to lump in all fathers here, but again, good intentions, good intentions. but a little, uh, a little weird. Just, just d- d- feels like maybe that wasn't going to stick. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like uh, different local communities had their own kind of Father's Day esque things for a while. Just like in the case of Mother's Day, there was this unofficial push to make it a national holiday that occurred on the same day for everyone across the nation. And a guy that we are going to cover in an upcoming episode, uh, William Jennings Bryant. Mm, WJB. Yeah, yeah. He was a huge Father's Day fan. He was saying, you know, if you think that's effeminate for kids to love their parents, then you got some work to do. That's more of a you thing. That's a you. you. That's not an us thing. Also, touch the silver. (laughs) Also, I I have to backtrack, guys, because we mentioned Woodrow Wilson, and I didn't say anything. All right. uh, Woodrow Wilson, go yourself. Mm, yeah, not a, not a great guy. Uh, boyhood home. Uh, I've already mentioned all that stuff. Uh, here's another president, though, with a cool nickname that I was not aware of. Uh, we've got we've got Woodrow, go fuck yourself, Wilson. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Calvin Silent Cal Coolidge. Did you ever hear that one before? I this is new heard, to me. I haven't heard Silent Cal, which mm-hmm. is oh, really? awesome, but I do know why he has the nickname. He's a famously... Uh, taciturn. Yeah, taciturn, <laughs> famously uh, terse guy. One time, and Max, you know this story too, uh, he was at, Coolidge was at a party, Silent Cal, and someone said, I bet I could get three words out of you. And he looked at them and he kind of like, I guess what do you call it in the drag community? He read them and then he went, you lose. So there's another <laughs> story about him and it's basic. So he became president when Harding died in office. He was Harding's VP. It was like the last year of Harding's first term, and he just kind of got reelected because he was already in there. Like, yeah, this guy seems fine enough, but he didn't really have interest in actually being the president. So I think this story is pretty hypocritical, but um, supposedly he like handed one of his aides a letter and got in a boat and rowed out into the middle of a lake. And the letter said, I am not running for reelection. He nice. just rode away and left. Hallelujah. Calvin <laughs> rode, rode the boat ashore. Uh, I was thinking, though, the three words thing. He also could have said, go fuck yourself. That would have that that been yeah. good. But then he would have lost. Because he would have said three words. But it would have been mean. Yeah. yeah. It would have been an own, but also like a self-own kind of. He was like the yin to Churchill's yang mm. of snarkiness, who, who you know, come along later. But uh, Silent Cal, so I don't want to derail us, that is a really cool nickname. Uh, he was a fan of Father's Day, right? Yeah, and that's what it takes to get these things to, to pick up steam. You got to have some high-powered uh, supporters. And even though Silent Cal didn't say a whole lot, uh, maybe didn't really want to be president, he did seem to take the whole Father's Day uh, as a national holiday concept and run with it, but not enough <laughs> that it actually happened. This episode of Ridiculous History is brought to you by Mint Mobile. You know, Ben, I got to say, one of the best parts of a spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity you get where you're like, man, how have I been living like this? What's wrong with me? <laughs> you're right. No, it's it's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for 15 bucks a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash ridiculous. 
That's mintmobile.com slash ridiculous. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash ridiculous. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Yeah, it's it's weird because we know Wilson was on board, Coolidge was on board. But if you look at the origin story of Father's Day, you see that there are two stories of when the first legit Father's Day was celebrated. In some versions of the story, you'll hear about a celebration in Washington State in June 19th, 1910, a resident of Spokane with another great name, Sonora Smart Dodd. I'm going to be that actually guy, Ben. If I were a uh, Washingtonian, I would chastise you and say it's actually Spokane. Spokane. They will come to come at you for that. Yeah. I only found out because I did a podcast that was based in and around I remember uh, that. Spokane. I'm, I'm glad so. you said something. I'm going to be in Spokane later this year. So mm-hmm. well, thank, now you can talk like a local. Thank, thank you, you to the good. Thank you, Nolan. Thank you to the good people of Spokane. Indeed. Uh, so Sonora Smart Dodd, though, that's a good name. Fabulous. Right. Uh, she... Okay, she was listening to a Mother's Day sermon at a church. It's 1909. And she says, hang on a tick. Mothers are getting all this praise. And I'm not against mothers, but I think fathers should get their own day as well. Yeah, you know, uh, equal time. Right? (laughs) It's like running for office. Right. No. Sonora's father was a real man's man, William Smart, Mr. Smart, a, a Civil War veteran, um, a widower. His wife had passed uh, during childbirth of their sixth child, as was much more you know, common in those days. Um, he raised six children by himself on their farm, on their homestead in Washington State. Um, and, you know, I think where you're seeing where we're going with this here, he's a great example of like, Look, fathers can be mothers too, <laughs> <laughs> which might have added to the so. objections, mm-hmm. huh? Ah, that's a good point. Yeah, and she said, you know, 
my dad's awesome. And I, I want to show appreciation for all the hard work he did. It's incredibly, it can be incredibly difficult being a single parent, especially to six children. So she says, I want to pay homage to him. But I also want to say it's for other dads in general, because I don't think I can make me liking my dad specifically a national holiday. Totally. They definitely could have made the mine explosion that killed 400, you know, men, uh, at least a regional day of mourning, right? But a holiday celebrating one dude, you know, who experienced personal tragedy, not really how these things work. Yeah, it's it's tough, you know. Uh, She initially said, okay, we're going to do it on June 5th. That's the anniversary of my father's death, and we'll celebrate Father's Day throughout all the land. Uh, But eventually, I think due to some some crossed wires and planning or scheduling. You know how local government is. Do I ever? <laughs> right. The uh, the celebration got moved to uh, the third Sunday in June. So it's one of those confusing ones. I hate them. I don't, say. I don't understand them. One reason I'll never be able to tell you what day, you know, any of those types of holidays are on because, first of all, I'll never remember which Sunday in June we're talking about. Right. Is and the second is the third. It's like, I just don't remember things with numbers in them typically anyway. Like, and thanks, like Thanksgiving is uh, probably one of the big examples of that, and Easter too. But Thanksgiving, I'm always like, well, I just, I guess, I need to make sure I'm not doing anything for four Thursdays exactly. in November because it's, it's, it's one it of those. I'm like, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be one. one. It's on a Thursday. Uh, I, I definitely, if you look at my Google history, plenty of what day is Thanksgiving this year? You know, try to get that locked down in advance. Um, but yeah, it's true. There was some crossed wires. You know, local government being what it is, third Sunday in June as is often the case with uh, regional celebrations, um, the clergy backed it. And that's also a part of what led it to kind of take off. Uh, And the very first official Father's Day um, was celebrated on June the 19th, year of our Lord, 1910. Um, That was the month of the birthday of Dodd's father. Close enough. Close enough. Birth month. Mm-hmm. And like we said, Silent Cal is a fan of Father's Day in general. He supports this date. He supports this observance. And fast forward, 1966, President Lyndon uh, Big Jumbo. Jumbo. Yeah, yeah, baby. Jumbo Johnson. Mm-hmm. Is Jumbo or Dumbo? Uh, he, Jumbo. Jumbo. Yeah. It's definitely, we did a thing about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he said, okay, I'm issuing a presidential proclamation recognizing this as Father's Day. It becomes a national holiday in 1972 when President Richard Nixon, tricky dick, mm-hmm. we do great impressions of him, he signed legislation saying the third Sunday of June is going to be Father's Day. That's according to the one story. Go dick. He's tricky. He did that one thing that was good, I guess. I don't know. We, we're not really taking a stance on Father's Day here, by the way. That is not for us to decide. No, no, that's 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 for the fathers. I would just say, in general, holidays of this ilk are are odd. They're often, I mean, performative. The, cre- the creator of Mother's Day was right. They become commodifications. They become cash grabs. You know, but but the heart of it, again, it's a cool idea. It's it's nice and. As cool as Sonora Smart Dodd was and is, she wasn't the first person to have this idea, right? Or wasn't the only person. No, again, it's... it's I'm not trying to, again, not trying to be a jerk here or poo-poo anybody's idea, but this isn't exactly the most creative, you know, unique, singular idea to ever be thunk. Uh, it's just like, hey, what if we had a day that celebrated fathers? Yeah. Let's you- call it 
Father's Day. You could a slot in anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really all just about like who had the gumption to really get it together and push for it. That's really more what the story is rather than who came up with the idea. Because it's just, as a father, not particularly creative. Uh, So yes, to your point, of course, there's there are several origin stories to Father's Day. We talked about the Fairmont Father's Day celebration. Uh, we have, three years after the Fairmont event, a Chicago activist, uh, SJW, by the name of Jane Adams, two Ds, um, requested of the local legislature a citywide celebration, or at the very least, recognition of Father's Day. Um, but she was denied Dang, Chicago shut her down. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see, that's early 1900s, so she probably couldn't pay off the bribes. (laughs) uh, Oh, yeah, that's like, well, yeah. I I mean, it's not, is it Tammany Hall era? No, that's a little earlier. It's Chicago's been a a, a hive of scum and villainy politically for a long time, so maybe that she just didn't grease the right palms or pay the vig. Yeah, that's a, I I don't think that's a hot take, unfortunately, either. Uh, We do know other people tried to create uh, their own versions of Father's Day. We'll get to, I'll tell you, we'll get to my personal favorite in a little bit, but we we also need to shout out Vancouver, Washington resident J.J. Barringer, who read something in a local newspaper and said, all right, we're going to hold a Father's Day celebration at my church, Irving Methodist, and we'll call it the first Father's Day event. Just be, not because he was a jerk, it's because he did not know other people had had this idea before. You got to wonder, too, the religious angle here with, like, some of these Methodist uh, ministers sort of spearheading this. You know, there's, of course, the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. It is a very patriarchal kind of uh, uh, canon, let's say. You got to wonder if that was part of why they were, like, pushing for this. Yeah. Father's Day. It's got a nice ring to it. When did it become the Holy Spirit instead of the Holy Ghost? Good good question. I'm sure we could could ask Dr. Internet that, and it would spit it right back out. Or chat GPT. Maybe it would make something up. (laughs) Right. That's been my latest uh, interest in the whole chatbot thing is it's just we talked about it on stuff that I want you to do. The idea of of chatbots hallucinating things out of whole cloth. I love it of of making up entire entirely fraudulent court cases yeah, and precedents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And not not after being asked to invent something or tell me a story. Like when people are using these of this tool to legitimately cheat at homework or like you yeah. know writing legal briefs. Yes, and it is biting them in the butt because apparently old chatty, as you call him, sometimes uh, is improvising. Let's ask ChatGPT to make holidays for us and report back on it. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Let's see what it do. Sure. Uh, Okay. Here's the favorite one, though. Here's the favorite Mm -hmm. one. And I think you'll love this one, too. Uh, Because people couldn't communicate as easily, as as our uh, research associate Jeff points out, they ran into problems figuring out who was first to the post of Father's Day. Who's who did it first? Yeah, right? So in 1915, this guy... Uh, the ironically named Harry C. Meek says, I am the inventor of Father's Day. I'm making it up. It should be on my birthday. Cool. <laughs> yeah, ne- neither neither meek nor mild <laughs> no. in the eyes of, 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 the, of the father. It's just the chutzpah of it. You oh, know? 100%. On my birthday. I mean, surely it wasn't a self-aggrandizing request. He just figured, you know, it's everybody's got that same birthday, right? Like, you know, it's just, uh, no. He pushed the Lions Club. To acknowledge that he started Father's Day. 
Yeah, he spent, he, and this was not just like a one day, you know, like uh, wild hair that he got. Like he, he made this like a a pursuit, you know. He he uh, pushed this line for quite a few years, uh, and again, that's what it takes. People yeah. that, that insist upon themselves, people that just won't let things go. Those are the people that history remembers. <laughs> The most pedantic ones among us, usually. Mm, yeah, quite often, you know, the people who raised enough of a fuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you said, there was this backlash against Father's Day. And part of it, this is a really interesting thing brought up in almanac.com. So I'm going to give a shout out to Aurelia C. Scott, who wrote this article. Uh, she points out, you know, that the idea of fatherhood fundamentally changed. It's not viewed as a, a like a feminine model with flowers, but it's a day that celebrates this idea of dadness. And a lot of my friends who are fathers, uh, yourself included, will say, well, my kids are being very sweet and I love them. But how many socks do they think I need? Yeah, I borderline resent being taken to brunch. That's a woman's meal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. That's That's I good. am very much joking. We're I fans love of brunch. brunch. I love it Big too. fan of brunch. Uh, but no, it's funny, right? Because it, the fact that that even has to be explained or it's 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 inherently absurd, right? It's like, it doesn't have to be, it's, it's, it's not the same. And, and, and it's about the person. What if the, what if your dad likes flowers? Right. Give the man flowers. Yeah. Give the man what he wants. What if your dad wants a spa day? Send him to a spa. I will be the first one to admit I get pretty regular pedicures and I love a good massage or a spa day. No, and it's it's very true. But this idea of this feminine model, you know, this, this precursor, you know, in Mother's Day being problematic for like, or somehow challenging the masculinity of, you know, fathers is absurd to me. But, you know, we got to think about the time, right? Sure. Yeah. And I guess uh, there were more of what were often called traditional gender roles, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, There there weren't as many women in the workplace. Uh, The modern role of the father, you could argue, as does Aurelia C. Scott, has changed to more of a partnership, which I think is probably healthier for everybody involved, right? Uh, Now we're co-parenting, you know what I mean? Now it's not just some guy working nine to five or whatever, coming home and saying, where's dinner? Why does this kid have a C? This thing is dirty. I'm getting drunk and going to sleep. (laughs) So I think what we're saying, what this article is saying is that it evolved in a positive direction. Yes. To, 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 to look at mothers and fathers on more of an equal playing field. So what I was railing against was sort of the initial backlash of like, how dare you celebrate me, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in the same way as you would a, a, a mere woman. You and know? That, that's so valid, though. That's part of it because we know people, okay, I'm a little torn about this. So the initial people objecting to Father's Day were doing exactly what you're talking about. They said this is a sentimental attempt to uh, emasculate us almost uh, with flowers and with giving of gifts, which is crazy. Can you imagine? Gifts are awesome. Inherently. I love free stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And it's also, you know, thoughtful gifts. Uh, that's that's the key, right? I, I yeah. really, I'm against kind of like holidays that require some sort of like pat, you know, um, expected gift like uh-huh. flowers. You know, I mean, you know, flowers are cool. And if you want to get somebody flowers, get them something based on like 
a color you know they love or like a particular flower you know that makes them happy. Don't just grab the nearest bouquet and shove it in their face. I would typically, I mean, I just think gift giving is such an opportunity to show somebody that you think about them and that you're aware of aspects of their personality. Yeah, and also I don't think you should have to tie it to a holiday. No. I think the coolest gifts are in, you know, in the, for no reason at all, not because you're in trouble, not because someone decided it should be an official day for something. Do something nice for people you love. I get my kid and my my partner and friends gifts all the time, you know, just because. And honestly, for holidays and stuff, I'm typically the guy that's stopping at the grocery store on the way home to grab something because I'm fulfilling that expectation. And I frankly kind of resent that. Then here's the valid here's the valid part of the argument for people who um, had a backlash against Father's Day that I think we both can agree with. They said, we know about Mother's Day. It's a grift. And Father's Day is no different. These holidays are proliferating and they're all just a gimmick to sell more stuff. And hey, we, the fathers, are also paying for the Father's Day stuff. As, as the sole breadwinners of our family. Right. You know? yeah. Why am I paying for flowers for myself, they said. Uh, so I get the, I get the um, anti-capitalist part about it, the anti-commodification. But yeah, I think maybe people were a little insecure or a little caught in their um, preconceptions about masculinity. They were in their feelings. They were in their feelings. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but not in like a touchy-feely kind of way. <laughs> no, no, in a very emotionally damaged way. 100%. And I didn't, I don't think I caught this uh, in the Mother's Day episode, but this idea, maybe maybe it came up briefly, uh, specifically for Mother's Day, but in the 1920s and 30s, there was actually a movement to get rid of both of these holidays entirely in favor of combining them into, a, into one. Mm. Parents' Day. Mm. How'd that go? Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Noel, do you remember your favorite car? 
Well, yeah, um, it was a uh, an Eddie Bauer edition Ford Explorer. Oh, that's and cool. I, yeah, I, I just remember it was my dad's. I, I was a hand me down car kind of kid. Dad would buy a new car, I'd get that car, and I just remember feeling so awesome being up above everybody, like I was mm. in Mad Max or something. You know, I had a lot of uh, land yachts that I loved. I had Pontiac, yeah. Bonneville. Right. Oh, I never had an El Camino. My dad had one. And that was a, that was a real interesting use of our collective time, keeping that thing running. But I think these cars all kind of speak to us because they were such a fundamental part of our lives. Do you remember when I had that Monte Carlo? That's what I meant. I, meant, I said El Camino <laughs> and I met Monte Carlo. I miss it. So uh, the Monte Carlo was tough. I had a series of Monte Carlos and the last one, God bless it. I just, I, I had to learn a lot about car maintenance just to keep that guy running. Totally. But it, it still was like a, a perfect fit. It's almost like finding your true love. Uh, you know, like when you recently got a car a few years back now, Oh, man. And funny you should say that. That particular perfect fit was the Honda Fit, which I love dearly. But, Ben, it's getting a little long in the tooth. And while it's been incredibly reliable up to now, it's getting to that age where I might have to start looking for some parts here and there to keep it running. Mm -hmm. And that's where eBay Motors comes in. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The takeoff? I mean... I don't think I've heard of Parents' Day. It's around in other countries. Maybe, yeah. yeah. You know. Parents are generally a good thing. Uh, so <laughs> you're right, though. It did not encounter near the success of Father's Day, let alone Mother's Day. It's strange to me that for a while, during that time period, during the 20s and 30s, every year that Mother's Day occurred, these groups would protest it. They would be pro-Parents Day groups, and they would go to Central Park because they liked having problems, I guess. Seems so. I mean, the idea of there being a Parents Day activist, this guy Robert Speer, uh, who said that both parents should be loved and respected together, like, at the same time. That, that, that I don't know about. It. You know, it's, I guess it's sort it's, of like a killing two birds with one stone situation. You know, one holiday to rule them all, but it feels like this guy just wanted to be mad about something. Yeah, totally. it's yeah. a little bit of whataboutism. I completely agree. And uh, as we know, that did not uh, take off. You know, Because what about, you know, parents who are divorced? Yeah. Maybe it's a good thing that, that you can honor them separately, you know? Mm -hmm. I think maybe if there is a debate or a question around it, it is, it is the gendered aspect of it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Maybe. But I don't, I, who cares? Here's what happened. <laughs> yeah. The Great Depression. That's one oh, yeah. of the reasons Father's Day is still a big thing because think about it. You're, you're a business, you're an ad company, mm. and you have to somehow get out of the red and into the black ink. 
So they doubled down to try to make Father's Day what they thought of as a second Christmas for dudes. Yeah, because, you know, all these cliche ideas of gifts you're supposed to get your dad, those hold true for any gift-giving opportunity. Sure. You know, socks in these days, pipes, mm-hmm. you know, like slippers. Ties. Ties. Yeah. Shit that nobody really even wants. Or that if you're going to get it, you're going to get one for yourself because these are like things that require you to have a little bit of awareness of like your own personal stuff. Style. The joke around these gifts is often people are giving you these things and you will never wear them. Right, right. Like, thank you for this chartreuse and green polka dotted ascot. Uh, I'll treasure it forever. That actually sounds really nice. <laughs> I, just, just being frank right here, I yeah. really, like, if you guys got that for me, uh-huh. I, I would appreciate it. Oh, God, now we have to remember what I described. Okay, chartreuse and green polka dot. I mean, it, Ben, it's not like we have a, like, you know, recorded version of you saying it or anything. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Why are we even bothering with long-term memory? So, <laughs> yeah, who needs it? Yeah, you know? who needs it? Soon we'll have implants that'll do it all for us. Or we can just ask uh, ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. Pair it with a nice voice mimicking software, and you know we're we're, we're irrelevant at that point. Oh come on, okay, come maybe on. not irrelevant. We're, we still have to like talk at the bot to train it to sound more like us. Oh boy, yeah. I, I mean, you know, you're talking about Ames transforming over time, and that's what happened with Father's Day. Pay Segway. no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Uh, before we get to the end of Father's Day, I think we'll still be around. I I, I'm doing some gallows humor here. I I do think we'll be around. I mean, me personally, as a consumer of podcasts and just of culture. Like, if I found out that someone had replaced my, you know, Folgers crystals with Taster's Choice and didn't tell me, I'd be pretty pissed. Yeah, and I would also be really... Suspect. I'd be, I'd also be sad if I was listening to a show that I was a fan of and I learned that, well, like, the darkest version of that is um, a legendary host passes away and then AI is used to just keep making episodes of them after death. People are kind of losing their their stuff over a headline uh, saying that Paul McCartney is it was it was a gate I through, saw that. through his support by AI technology being used to create a quote unquote final Beatles song. But if you read below the headline, you realize they actually just used AI as a restoration tool to lift out a vocal that John Lennon made as a demo while playing the piano and singing on like a pretty low recording setup. So they cleaned it up, separated it from the piano, and allowed it to be used in a multi-track recording capacity. Is the song going to be any good? I don't know. Irrelevant. But they didn't, like, do a Tupac hologram version right, of John right. Lennon's voice. And, yeah. and I frankly think most people who are actual fans of art and culture won't stand for that. You know? Yeah. I, I would like to think that. But I would like to. I would like to think that as well. And you know, I mean, full disclosure, folks, yes, uh, this episode is entirely created and hosted by ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> where, uh, where are we going to go with that? Oh, well, segue. I did a segue. Okay, so things changing. Uh, Father's Day got tainted, people would say. You know, it became, yeah. a, it became a money grab. I think you set it up perfectly this idea of it being a second Christmas, um, you know, to buy a lot of these, like, frankly, you know, sharper image type objects, you know, for dads uh, that they probably don't even want. And it's just obligatory kind of gift giving. Um, And that suits the companies more than it does the dads, frankly. (laughs) And then once that becomes really, really clear, it does start to have a bit of a taint to it, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, just, uh, just send your dad a text and, 
say something that you think is cool about him and make sure it's sincere. Don't you don't have to wait for a specific day to do that, you know? And and of course, like all of these holidays, like we learn with Mother's Day, Father's Day is not just celebrated in the US and it's not just celebrated at the same time. People all around the world celebrate something like Father's Day at different periods in the year. Have you heard of this practice of wearing a red rose if your father's alive and a white one if he's dead? I have not. And that seems, frankly, invasive. It does. I mean, cool. Let's have a conversation about our dead dads. Is that what am I supposed to ask me about my dead dad? That's you know? what that would say. Yeah. 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 I don't think they thought that one through all the way. Yeah. I, I, I was just not aware of this as a custom. But what about, you know, maybe non-traditional male role models or, or, you know, frankly, father figures, you know? Like, uh, you know, my dear, dear friend Harry, uh, he's actually coming to visit over Father's Day weekend. It occurred to me, like, shit, he's the closest thing I have to a father. And I'm going to, he's going to the same brunch that I'm going to. And it was just kind of a happenstance (laughs) that occurred that way. But I'm kind of glad that it did because I do think of him in that same way. Are you going to get him a card? Hell no. Are you going to get him a tie? No, he doesn't wear a tie. I'll get him a hair tie. What's the sock situation? Unclear, but I (laughs) I am going to take him to to brunch and and host him in my house and cook Uh him barbecue and spend some good time with him because he's a true friend and someone that I've always looked up to in that way, Um, you know, without an actual living father. Uh, So that's that's an interesting role, too, is like, what about— the Those, uncles, the uncles, the, the grandfathers, the, the extended families yeah. of the world, you know? Yeah. They also get honored on that day sometimes because, you know, you, as you go through life, you do run into people who fulfill some of those roles, right? You may not be able to speak with your biological mother. You may not be on the best terms with her, but you might have a mother figure in your life. And the same goes with parents, with siblings, with all all the loved ones you can imagine. Uh, so they should be celebrated as well. And I think that's I think that's kind of cool. I think that's inclusive. I do think it's interesting that there's a Father's Day thing tied to Roman Catholicism. Mm, yeah, celebrated in countries like Spain and Portugal, observed on uh, the Feast of St. Joseph. Is the St. Joseph the patron saint of fathers? Uh, yeah. Manly men? We cut some off-air time where we decided to look up the St. Saint Joseph. Why, why is that Father's Day? St. Joseph the Worker is patron saint of a couple of different things. They always are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The patron saint of fathers. Nailed it. Got it. Uh, he is also— Working class vibes. You said the worker, yeah. you know? He is also a work, patron saint of workers. Anybody who's married— Anybody who's been exiled. Oh, is he fits. Wait a minute. What? That's yeah, a that one. last one okay. was yeah. All right. Last okay. one was a was a Shyamalan for yeah. us. Uh the sick and the dying. Cool. And patron saint of a uh, holy death. Cover- Wait, what's holy death? You know what? Is that a spell in like Elden Ring? That that really does sound like Is you that know. like dying with honor if you're a Klingon? <laughs> I'm you know. 
you guys are on to some great things here. Uh, we'll have to learn more about it. I am not Catholic. I'm, I'm not Christian. So mm, I, nor I. I don't know what to say about it. I, I, I do know what to say about the Taiwanese celebration of Father's Day. Much like our, our, our pal who wanted it to be on his birthday, uh-huh. this celebration is, in fact, on my actual birthday, uh, August the 8th, the uh-huh. eighth day of the eighth month, which is a, a fun, you know, little little thing with my birthday. It's 8-8-83. Fun to say out loud. But, um, yeah, I immediately saw this and thought of that guy that like wanted to have Father's Day be on his birthday. I'm like, I, we are not the same. This was not my idea, but like the cut of whom, whom's ever jib uh, in Taiwan decided to hold it on that day. Well, actually, sounds There's like it was because the Mandarin Chinese word for eight sounds like the word papa. <laughs> yes. Well, do you know, you know, I know you know a bit of Mandarin Chinese. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I, I know a little bit. It's ba. Ba. Ooh, thanks, ChatGPT. Uh-huh, You're yeah. the best. Ba, and so the eighth day, eighth month. Ba, ba. Mm-hmm. Got it. You say it twice, it becomes papa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, look here. We have to do it, Noel. Uh, it's our first time in uh, in the new studio. The man, the myth, the legend himself, our resident rock star, Matt Frederick, Wearing is in the building. Indoors. He's wearing his like sunglasses inside. Yeah. He's got a fresh haircut. Uh, hey, Matt. So fresh. Hey, Matt, you got something to say to the people? Can he even hear us? Hi, everybody. <laughs> He's so cool. <laughs> He's so cool. Listen to that guy. The swagger. The swagger in that voice. We have to figure out a way to get Matt back on oh, the well, show. Oh, obviously, if he's here, it's easier to accomplish. We can mm-hmm. just, you know, invite him in. But Yeah, um, do you want to come in? To- come in for the second episode. We're about to do another one. Oh. He's, he's like, nah, dog, I got to battle I've this traffic. I've got to surf? He's going to surf. He's got to skate, I think. He's going to skate, gonna skate surf on a phone. Okay. Okay. Uh, that guy's too cool for he's school. Cool. Yeah, really. And like Taiwan, uh, Thailand has their own Father's Day, and Thailand is tied to the birthday of a former king, uh, whose name I'm going to attempt and mess up. It's cool. <laughs> okay, let's both try it. So, Bumi Bumibal. Bumibal. Yeah, I was going to let you know that. Yeah. Doesn't Boomaball sound like a Mario character? Like, you know, like the giant bomb guy with the crown? I forget his name. Or or it feels like um, the big sport Mm -hmm. in like a children's sci-fi show. Mm Mm-hmm. We got to play booba ball. Yeah, like, 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 exactly. <laughs> Dude, I, I discovered a new sport uh, when I was in Philly. Um, there were these like weird curved tables with a, it's, it's like a ping pong table, but they're curved. Okay. And apparently you kick a ball on it and bounce it. It's like ping pong or pickleball, but you play it with your feet. And apparently it is from uh, from Spain. Or, or That's cool. Yeah. And I had never seen these tables anywhere. They look kind of like miniature skate ramps. So anybody out there that, that knows what the hell this thing is, let, let us know. And anyone who can help us with pronunciation of names of the Thai royal family, let us know because I have to learn that stuff. I have to go. Uh, I, I don't think I told you. I'm going to, I have to, I have to go to Thailand. You in have like to go to Thailand. October. I'm sorry, Ben. That sucks. <laughs> that's rough. Uh, that's awesome. That's really exciting. Um, Godspeed. And yeah, just, you know, surely there's a, a chat GPT out there that can help you <laughs> I with that. Just, yeah. I could just, uh, I could have like a little thing around my neck that's yeah. just chat GPT. Yeah, yeah. instead of like a, <laughs> a, a slate with some chalk, you know. <laughs> right. But uh, that day... Uh, in Thailand, December 5th day uh, is always Father's Day. Uh, and I like that. December 5th. Leave it at that. It doesn't have Leave to be no third or fourth thing, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's too complicated. Yeah, same with the Taiwanese deal. 
Boom. Remembered Lucky. it. Easy is also my, my birthday. 88 also mm-hmm. is good luck. Hey, right? cool. No wonder I've been coasting through life I think low so. these many years. Four is bad. Okay. Well, well it's, a, it's, a, it's divisible by four. I know, but it's double. Oh, it's double four, so it's good. You know, we might have to come back I to think this so. one. We I might think have we to should. workshop we this one. We might have to leave this one alone. We don't want to <laughs> uncover any Pandora's box type situation. Yeah, but so. we do want to wish everybody a happy belated Father's Day. Uh, a happy Father's Day to you, Noel. A uh, happy Father's Day to uh, your entire family, Max. Uh, Max, you're a cat dad, I think you've described yourself as. I am a cat dad. And also, sometimes I feel like I'm y'all's parent. Y'all, I, like, I'm more of a parent's day than a father's day to y'all, but I, I, I get that feeling a lot of times, especially when it's like, you know, trying to find Noel and get him to the right studio. Is that why you're always smacking me in the back of the head and calling me a giant disappointment? Uh, yes, unless HR is listening to this episode. And HR if they are listening, listen to they don't listen to our show. Also, I'm older than you, bro. You both are older than me, but I'm still your father. So, all right. I'll take it. You sure. Know? You know what? A big thanks to super producer Max Williams. Yeah. AKA dad. <laughs> big, big thanks to uh, big thanks to Alex Williams who composed the track. Big thanks to our pal Matt who just uh, just has such infectious energy. He does. He does. Um, he is a, a walking plague of a human in the positive sense. Mm-hmm. Positive mm-hmm. play. Positivity play. Uh, thanks to uh, Christopher Rossiotis here in spirit. He's Jeff Coates. Jonathan Strickland. I uh, bet you we can get him in here in person too. Yes. And we can press oh. to digitate him from one of these. Uh, nice. You know, I don't nice know. Deployment in, of in, that in, word into one of these mic positions. Yeah, also I owe him an email, so that'll be a good time. Don't sleep on that, man. I gotta stop. I gotta wake up. I can't keep sleeping on responding to those emails, and we can't keep sleeping on this new studio. Noel, this has been such a fun time. I I feel like we betrayed ourselves a little because we both, all three of us, Max too, came in saying, all right, this is gonna be a short one. You know what I mean? We got it. We got, we condensed our research. We're gonna make it a punchy thing about Father's Day. It's still punchy. Uh, Not in the like lack of sleep way. But like in the listen, these punchy characters have a good time talking about stuff. That's what we like. I don't know. I'm excited. It sort of feels like we're opening a new chapter of the show, uh, being here in person with uh, with each other and all of you. We'll see you next time, folks. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. 
So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.